Jeff Burnham. And we are coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. It's October. Yeah, it is. We're doing the same thing this month that we always do, only in October we do a little bit more of it. Yep. We're a monster movie podcast. We live for October. And so here we are, expanding the scope of our show once again to accommodate a four-episode release slate for the month of October. Normally, we only do two episodes a month, but this month we're doing four. And then for Patreon, we're doing even more. So Yeah, four and even more. Four and even more, it rhymes. Yeah, so yeah. we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on this month. Really excited about it. And so we always like to kick off October with a list. You know, we don't do countdown episodes, really. We don't do, like, our top 10 serial killers in movies or whatever, you know. But once a year, we do like to do that for October. And Alistair, what is our list topic this time around? The top five spookiest movies you've seen. That our listeners have seen? No, that we've seen. That we've seen? Yeah. Uh, More that you've seen. Yeah, more that I've seen. Well, this has been a pretty awkward introduction, so maybe we should just dive into our episode, huh? Yeah. All right. So what we're talking about then, as Al very roundaboutly tried to explain, is the top five spookiest movies Alistair remembers having watched or tried to watch. Yeah. So we're counting down those, or Al's counting those down, rather. So, Alistair, why don't we dive in here? What's number five on your list? Nosferatu. Nosferatu, the original, of course, right? The silent. 1922. Yep. So, what made this one so spooky? Well, some of the spooky parts... A lot of them are in the like the castle of Nosferatu, but mm-hmm. one of them's um not. So it's the castle that spooked you out. Yeah. Right? So you got spooked by the castle. What else makes it so spooky that it is in the top five spookiest you've ever seen? Because this is the main reason. All right, the big spook. What's going on? When the door flings open at night and Nosferatu is standing there. That freaked me out. Oh, when he's going to go bite. Oh, I don't remember the guy's name. Hutter or something like that? Yeah. And turn him into a Nosfera 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. A Nosfera also. <laughs> Nosfera also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Jonathan Harker replacement character. Yeah. So that is really spooky, right? The door opens on its own. There's Count Orlock standing in the shadows, all scary. Yeah, you're right. I remember when we last watched that together, which I think was for the podcast, maybe, that we... Or no, it wasn't, actually. We've watched it since then, because we got the uh, Blu-ray as a gift. 
But when we watched that, that was a part you closed your eyes. You looked away. Yep, since I knew it was there. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, nope, no thank you. So it's real spooky, especially that stuff early on in the castle. Yeah. Shall I go on to number four? Your show, buddy. Number four? Critters. The first one? Uh, well, all of them. All of the Critters movies? What makes all of the Critters movies so spooky for you? And of course, we reviewed them all on the show. I right? know. You made it through them. Yeah. People would say like, oh, you just watched like a couple of them. You wouldn't be scared of them. But actually, they, they're they scary in different ways. Like each movie is scary in a way that the other ones aren't? Yeah. Okay, so they're all uniquely scary. Yeah. Do they have any common traits, though? Like any major things? Since you're putting them all at number four here, is there a unifying spooky thing in the movies that made the whole series land at number four? The one thing is the spikes that they shoot. The okay. spikes and the bounty hunters all put them together. The bounty to hunters? Yeah, like the where bounty. their faces melt off or whatever? Basically, not that much. It's just the bounty hunters. In the bounty hunters and everything in space. And like the spikes that they shoot from their bodies. That puts them at number four. Okay, what about the bounty hunters spooks you out? Like I understand the crates themselves being spooky. What's spooky to me is that the first time their faces melt off. Okay, that's what that's I was asking thing. earlier, yeah. But also, they started exploding everything. Since, like, it was shooting, people were shooting on the screen and they shot it. So that cre that freaked me out. When they were shooting up the bowling alley? Yeah, kind of. Oh, okay. I figured out, since they did it, I'm like, that was funny, but I'm like, that's not funny at all. Oh, yeah. it's no, it's not funny to shoot up public places. Absolutely yeah. not. So, like, that's not funny. But it is kind of played in a sort of comedic way. Yeah, no, that is horrifying. I agree, especially from a modern context when that is a thing that we have to deal with to an inordinate level in today's society. I mean, you, you know, at school, you have to do active shooter drills. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, that's a thing that we didn't have to do when I was a kid. Oh, I guess. Number three. The Birds, 1963. Yeah, the Alfred Hitchcock, The Birds. And it wasn't the whole movie either, was it? No, it was the end. Yeah, the climax. Because the rest of the movie, we had a lot of fun watching. Yeah, I really liked the end, end, end. Oh, where they're escaping the house and there's all the birds out on the lawn and stuff? And they're just like, they're just regular birds. Yeah, yeah. And... That's one that we were going to do for the show, because you asked if we could do it for the show, but you hadn't seen it before. And then when we actually watched it, the climax where Tippi Hedren goes up into the attic or whatever, and she gets attacked by a room full of birds, that was, like, too much for you. Yeah. I mean, we had to pause it and talk about it. And this is a thing, listeners, that you should do with your kids, is, like, we paused it and talked about it and, you know, talked about how it's a movie and how this is made and stuff like that. And when we turned it back on, you were okay with it. But you were definitely, at that part, you were like, no, I'm done. I don't want to finish this movie. But we only had, like, five minutes of the movie yeah. left, you know? Yeah, that was a really strong reaction you had, which isn't surprising, I guess, when you consider it's made by Alfred Hitchcock, who's one of the masters of cinema. So yeah. You know, the in terms of the suspense and the terror of that final moment, like, it really is intense when she goes into that room. 
You're right. But like when she gets in the car and starts driving out, the birds get out of her way. Birds are just just looking around. They're just there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. So anything else to say about the spookiness of it? No. All right. So I guess that covers that. I mean, it was the only movie that was so spooky that you said after we watched it, we're not talking about this on the show. I don't want to do an episode about it. I don't want to watch it again. I don't even want to watch Birds 2, which there is a Birds 2, by the way, listeners, a made for TV movie. You can get it on VHS. I have it on VHS. I don't know if can you can I get it on watch DVD. Birds 2 now? Yeah, I mean, if you're up for watching it, yeah. sure. I mean, I assumed that when you said, I don't ever want to watch this again, that that wouldn't actually stick, that you would change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I figured. You got this look on your face like, I mean, I'm not going to stay stay with that. No, I'm going to yeah. watch it again. Yeah. Because we had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. Up until that one scene. But like one scene, now you know it's there, and that's how the movie climaxes, so... You know, you know what to expect going in. Especially when the pigeons are, like, on the bars. That was very funny. Oh, when they're at the school on the playground equipment? Yeah, they're just there. Just just on the bars. Like, what are they doing? Flying in people's hair. Yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had in that movie. But, you know, it's Hitchcock, so he can build suspense. Absolutely. Yeah, he can build you up. Like, it built me up to, like, yeah, the climax is probably going to be kind of funny. No, it wasn't at all. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. Oh, boy. So, number two, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, the original black and white George A. Romero, Night of the Living Dead. 1968. Which is actually, we just posted this on the Critters and Creeps Club recently. This is your favorite zombie movie, right? Yeah. And it's number two on your list of the spookiest movies you've ever seen. Yeah. So it's not so spooky that you hate it, but I guess it also shows that you like spooky movies in general. Yeah. And you like the experience of watching spooky movies. But the the thing that, like, freaked me out so much is when they went up the stairs. Oh, remember? and there's the dead body at the top of the stairs? Yeah. Yeah. That's super scary. Yeah, just searching around the house and everything. Yeah, absolutely. And when the child comes back to life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who you have a signed poster from. Yep, I do. Right in my bedroom. Yeah. I like that you put this on the list. I was really happy that you added this. The reason I was happy about that is because I was worried doing this episode, and this episode was your suggestion, right? Yep. I was worried that doing this episode would show listeners that, I don't know, maybe I have you watch movies that are too scary for you or something. And that people listening to it would be like, how dare he do this to his kid? He shouldn't be showing his kid these movies if his kid's scared by these movies. But we like to watch spooky movies. Yeah. And one of your favorite movies is number two on this list. Yeah. Your favorite zombie movie. And you've seen a lot of zombie movies and like a lot of zombie movies. So this is a sign that that spooky experience is actually what you look for the same way that I do. Uh Huh? And spooky things actually make me like it a little more and want to watch it again and again. Yeah, it's also hard to make a movie that scares people. And so if somebody can make a movie that's actually spooky, that shows that it's probably a really good movie. Yeah. Or at least well made. I don't know if it's a good movie, but whatever. You can scare people without necessarily making a good movie. But 
uh, at least that one part of it, the spooky part, has to be executed properly. Anything else to add about Night of the Living Dead, my man? Nope. All right. So let's talk about your number one spookiest movie you remember ever watching. Because there were a couple other ones that I was asking you about that you don't remember. This one stuck with you. Krampus, 2015. Yeah, yeah. Now the listeners are starting to go, why would you show your kid that movie? And the truth is, I really didn't, did I? No. (laughs) How did you come to watch any of it? remember you don't you begged me for weeks dad i want to watch krampus let me watch krampus and i was like al buddy i don't think you're ready for krampus and you're like i know i know dad but i want to try i want to try and you begged me to let you try to watch krampus and i did with the agreement that if it got too spooky we shut it off and all you had to do was say dad too spooky and boom we shut it down yep and that's what happened <laughs> when yeah. she, like, when Krampus is jumping on the building and she gets under the truck. Yeah, the, the sister. Thing, yeah, the thing just like, <laughs> I was like, Dan, nope, I'm not doing this anymore. I cannot bear to do that. So Krampus, yeah, is stalking or jumping around on the houses. And it's the first time we really see Krampus in the movie. And it does get real scary real fast. And you were very mature and told me, Dad, I can't do this anymore. So we shut it down. No big deal. Now I really want to watch it again. Yeah, we'll wait a couple of years this time. So <laughs> we, When did I even watch it? No, that was last uh, December. Yeah. So it was huh. just, you know, whatever, uh, nine months ago or whatever you tried can, to watch it. I can get past it. Yeah, you say that now, but we tried it once. We told you then we'd wait a couple of years. So let's okay, so wait next a couple year. of years. Oh, so next year. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I'm like, I ultra want to watch it like tomorrow. <laughs> We're not going to watch it tomorrow. I know. But, uh, tune in, I guess, two years from now when Al's spookiest movies he's ever seen list again includes Krampus. And again, he turned it off partway through. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> oh, boy. We'll see. I I doubt it. We're going to wait a little bit more on that one, I think. But I no, I agree. That was a, that's a really spooky movie. But I appreciate that you put it on your list because just like number two showed us something very important about the way you watch movies, which, you know, showed us that you like watching spooky movies. Number one shows that you're also cognizant of what you can and can't handle. And you're not just going to sit through any movie that you and I have an agreement here as co-hosts of a monster movie podcast, that you don't just watch anything. Yeah. Don't just, you're like, oh, here's a monster movie. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I don't just turn on anything for you. I, you know, I make sure that I screen it first, that, you know, if necessary, I have your mom watch it with me to help me sort of, you know, judge whether or not you're ready for it. But when you're ready for things, we let you watch it. And a couple times you've watched stuff that you're like, no, dad, I'm ready for it. And... You know, I had my doubts, but you were. This time, you begged and begged and begged, and you weren't, but we didn't make you sit through it, and you didn't make yourself sit through it. You didn't do yourself that irreparable harm of watching a movie that was too scary. Yep. I like that. So you want to read those off again really quick? Yep. Number five, Nosferatu. Number four, Critters. Number three, The Birds. Number two, 
Night of the Living Dead, and finally, number one, Krampus 2015. And you wanted to give a couple shout-outs to some spooky TV shows. Like Goosebumps and Stranger Things. Yeah, so those are those got some spooks in them too, but I think you also decided that Goosebumps was spookier than Stranger Things. Goosebumps is scarier than Stranger Things for me. Well, I was going to say that in Stranger Things, there's also a certain level of safety for most of the main characters. Like, you know, watching the show that certain characters just probably aren't going to die. You know, like you go into it going, ah, yeah, we're not going to see them get ripped in half. On Goosebumps with a different story every week, yeah, they could do whatever they wanted and it really didn't matter. Yeah, they could die and it doesn't matter. I mean, they didn't really because Goosebumps wasn't about killing people, but it is, you know, that level of spookiness where anything could happen. Yeah. So, then, your turn. My turn, huh? What What do you want to know? Your spookiest movies. That's okay. what this is about. <laughs> all Top right, all right. Top five. Well, I don't I don't have a top five. We just did your top five list. But I can tell you some of the ones that spooked me out a lot as a kid. Yeah. All right. Um, I remember very clearly being terrified by the 1988 The Blob, which... What? Yeah, the remake of The Blob. Not the original one that we've watched and done on the show, but the remake of it when I was a kid. That was one of two movies I ever turned off. I was so scared by as a kid. So. Whoa. I got, I don't know, 20 minutes into it, and I ran out of the room and hid behind a wall. (laughs) And I was probably your age, so it was too scary for me. Also, a movie called The Toxic Avenger. It's not a horror movie at all. It's like a superhero comedy, but it's really gory, like super gory, with some really tough stuff in it that I shouldn't have been watching, except that there was a cartoon of it when I was a kid called Toxic Crusaders. And so I watched the cartoon and I asked grandma to rent me the live action movie and she didn't realize that it was like a totally different thing. (laughs) Like it was, you know, the same character and stuff. But like this was a gore fest, the movie, you know. So we got partway through that and it it just got too gory for me. I was too young to watch things that were that gory. Even though it's presented in a comedic fashion, I wasn't prepared for that. Let's see. One common movie. On both of our lists, like if I had done a list, one of the movies that scared me a lot as a kid, Critters. I was really scared of the Critters when I was a kid. Those things freaked me out. I was also afraid of uh, Alien, the Xenomorphs and Alien. Those freaked me out too. And I would say the other big one from when I was a kid was probably Halloween. Yeah. Also, if I would have seen of all of Cloverfield... You did see all of Cloverfield. Except the monster parts, like the main monster parts. If I saw that part, then I would probably put it in this list. But since I didn't see those parts, then... You did. You watched the whole thing, dude. No, remember when I went to go to my room? I missed, like, one, like some of the main parts where the monster comes. Oh, I guess. I guess I don't remember that. Yeah. You should watch it, though. It's and really good. And you guys, like, yelled at me, like, Alistair, you just missed a cool part. Yeah, because they don't show the monster a lot. But when they do, you want to be in the room or you're going to miss it because it's just a flash here or there. Absolutely. Yeah. And no, I missed almost, good. like, all of them. Yeah. But... I would recommend watching it. It's a good movie otherwise. Yeah, I I like it a lot. Me Especially too. 10 Cloverfield Lane though. That's 
fantastic. I love that one. Why are they also called Cloverfield? Well, you'll have to watch it someday and figure it out, I guess. Dad, is there any movies that freak you out right now, like as you're a grown-up? Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, some people don't get scared by movies. You know, they get kind of jaded and they don't get scared by movies. They're like, oh, no, it's just a movie or this is silly or whatever. And they refuse to let themselves be scared. I really open myself up to being spooked by a movie. I like that experience. So I really go all in for movies. In terms of ones that have freaked me out, like now as an adult, ghost movies still freak me out. Like, I don't believe in ghosts at all. But there's something about a ghost movie that always weirds me out um, when they're like done really, really well. A lot of times I'll watch a ghost movie and I'm just scared until they like show the ghost or the ghost does anything. And I'm like, oh, it's not that scary. But like a well-made ghost movie freaks me out every time, even though I don't uh. believe in ghosts. There's a movie called It Follows that came out a couple years back. That one I thought was really spooky. And uh, in terms of ghost movies, there's a movie called The Innkeepers that I'm a big fan of that is fun, funny, and spooky. So I like that Can one I a lot. watch it? Heck no. But someday, yes, I would love to watch it with you. So is when it you're a ready, good movie, you it's say? a really good movie. I like that movie a lot. But when you're ready for it, we'll watch it together because I like I like it a lot. So I watch it fairly often. But yeah, all, cool. also movies like 10 Cloverfield Lane, which we just talked about very briefly, is a movie that scares me, not because of like monster stuff, but because of the human element. People do terrifying things and thinking about how, you know, other people might do terrible things to you. Like, yeah, those movies freak me out, too. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Even to this day, I'm still freaked out by movies. And that's what I look for in horror movies. I watch horror movies hoping to be scared by them, hoping Why? to be spooked. Because that's the experience that I look for, you know? I want to be spooked by yeah, it. Yeah, you want to be spooked by it because it's fun. And I'll even watch a movie, like, when I watch stuff with you, like when I watch Night of the Living Dead, right? I've seen Night of the Living Dead dozens of times. But when I watch it with you, I watch it trying to be spooked by it, trying to open myself up to the scary parts of it and trying to watch it in the same way that I might have when I first saw it, you know? That, yeah. So that I can really experience the horror of it, try to wash it from my brain and just live in the moment with the movie. So I feel very strongly that like when I watch a movie, that's how I should engage with it, you know, try to watch it as something fresh. Yeah, like sometimes, you know, like when you dream, sometimes you're like dreams, like the dream is like almost like true. Sure. It's almost like that, but using it as a movie, like you're in the movie and it's like real. Oh, you mean like when you watch a movie, try to put yourself into it, like feel like you're there? Yeah, Uh that freaks me out, even though I'm not, I'm just like watching Night of the Living Dead for the second time, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's creepy. Dude, you've seen it like two or three times at this point. I (laughs) know, and I'm still creeped out by it. Yeah. And And I like that. Yeah, and we hope to actually do a review of it later on this month. I don't know what week it's going to come out, but either the second or third week of October, we're hoping to have a review up of Night of the Living Dead. Because, you know, when we were working on this list, you were like, can we do a full review of it? And I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Anything else to add or ask? No. Yeah, that about wraps us up then? Yep. Cool. So... Listeners, if you want 
to have access to a whole bunch of extra spooky stuff this month. You can, of course, support the show by going over to patreon.com slash wordsalad and getting access to all of the exclusives that we have and are putting out for as little as a dollar a month. Every bit helps, and everything we pull in from that, of course, as we've said before, goes into Alistair's College Fund. The biggest thing that you can do to help this show, as always, is just share the episodes out. Like, especially this month, we're hoping that we can see our listenership grow. You know, like, we're putting out a bunch of stuff because we love Halloween. We love October. This is what we live for. And so we want to have new people coming in and listening to this stuff and learning about, you know, how we function as horror movie fans and what Al finds spooky and also getting you know, some movie reviews and a who the Al is and having fun with that. And we've got a big who the Al is planned for the end of the month. So, you know, share it out there. That is a huge help. If you want to stay informed about everything that we're putting out, everything we're doing, you can follow us on Facebook at the Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. You can follow us on Twitter at Cadaver underscore cast. And you can follow us on Instagram at CadaverCast. Nailed it. And you can send us an email if you want to send us an email at... Cadavercast at gmail.com. Nailed that, too. Great work, (laughs) my man. Thanks. Well, everybody, have a happy Halloween season, which is well underway. I know. The Halloween season begins in September or August, as we all know, uh, depending on how hard you celebrate. But have a happy October. We look forward to you spending it listening to our content that we're putting out. And come back next week for more. Yeah. You've been listening to another episode of CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. We love ya. Turn him into a nose of a raw. Two. Uh. <laughs>